0: You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast.
1: It's real crime, not fake crime. <laughs> it's
0: super, Thanks for
1: <laughs>
0: What? Real. It's real crime, yo!
2: What's up? And it's, uh, what a coincidence that we're talking about Quentin Tarantino and he's an advocate for a film.
0: That is what we will be getting to tonight.
2: Sorry, I jumped the gun. No,
0: no, you're all right. That's perfectly fine. Tonight on real crime <laughs> I've been watching too much forensic files It's dun, dun, dun. <laughs> every fucking episode of for dun, 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 tonight somebody else kills somebody for fucking insurance money on forensic files <laughs> Yeah I'm on season 13 and I'm going strong I only have like 8 more seasons to go before I've watched every fucking horrible episode of that <laughs> terrible yeah. series So this is episode number 53 for real crime though We're not nearly as old as forensic files No um but yeah, this is going to be a fun week, as, as H alluded to here a second ago, but we can never get to our topic, ever, and Chris is beaten this week. This
1: is the worst one yet. It really is. He's really on crutches. Is. He's on fucking crutches this week. I'm, I'm on crutches every week. You say that every week. No, I'm I didn't. No I, no, I don't. Yeah.
0: Nobody remembers. I'm in a wheel. We- <laughs> Nobody <laughs> remembers
3: the previous
0: episode, least of all me.
3: We have good continuity is what he's saying. Yeah, I'm yeah.
1: in a wheelchair. My foot has been amputated <laughs> and both I lost both of my eyeballs. And you've been burnt <laughs> yes, from
0: head to toe. To a crisp. And to why a,
1: is that, Chris? To a because Chris. I was getting the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Huzzah. Hand, give, everybody, give me a hand. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh. Thank, you you thank
3: you, thank you, thank you. We haven't eyeballs. had a
0: ticker in a while either, Michelle. You want to throw us uh, throw us some typewriter?
3: <laughs> oh, wait. I forgot how to do it. Oh yeah.
0: That's the same one as.
2: No, that's that's uh, that's second Ozzy's dick. Yeah, that's that's uh, not,
0: that's, I don't that's know. Brad Gil- No, that's from or before. Yeah. Clean it up. You know, all right. <laughs> that, that's quite a typewriter. Okay, that's, we're good with that.
1: In the news this week, we got lots of Patty Jenkins. Patty, Patty. Patty, Patty. Patty. Hello, My name Patty. Is Patty. Patty. <laughs> Hi. Patty Jenkins says Linda Carter will definitely cameo in Wonder Woman 2, which was rather shocking that she did not have a cameo. Yeah, what's in this up one? with that? You they know? said she
3: had scheduling issues and couldn't be in the first Yeah,
1: one. yeah. So. Her and her boobies will be in Wonder Woman 2. Sweet. The world will rejoice. Yes. In she other p-
3: aged
2: super well. Yeah,
1: she really, she's really fine. did. fine. In other Patty Jenkins news, she actually just signed on to make a horror film for Shudder. Whoa. That was just announced today, so she's going to be making another movie in between this and Wonder Woman 2.
2: What's that called? I don't know. Oh, there's no name or anything. It's any called
1: Patty to- Jenkins Horror Movie. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> It's the working title, I guess. <laughs> it's the working title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry Gilliam has officially finished his Don Quixote movie after two decades of working wow. on it. Yep, It better two be good dec- after
3: that launch. I it, well, geez. a lot of
1: people don't know they had initially begun filming the movie back in 98, and there were just multiple crisis on set things kept breaking yeah and uh there was major flooding that destroyed all the sets and the studio pulled the plug on it and then for the last two decades he's been continually trying to get it made again and finally he got a budget a couple years ago and the movie has officially good good for him
2: yeah he's old there's not too much more of him that we can get
1: yeah yeah (laughs) he always makes cool shit though right Mm -hmm. Really cool shit. So, and then moving on, Cowboy Bebop is officially getting a TV show that's in the Boo. works right now.
3: Oh, you don't want that? It's going to suck. You think so? Yes. Why? Because what, every what single would that so- What would that sound anime- like, Michelle? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound of them making that shitty ass show it's <laughs> just gonna be terrible Is the, every anime show they make live action sucks
2: what the Death Note ones were awesome
3: like one and they made three and only one of them was what? good the
2: first two the but movies
3: why, they need to spend less time rebooting 90s anime and more time getting good blu-ray sets of them out so I could upgrade my shit here
2: here
1: yeah upgrade my shit look See at the shit my shit, shit. Look at all I'm my shit. shit.
2: <laughs> That's what Michelle's gonna say when she I'm, when she gets all the new Blu-rays. Look at my shit. Look, my Look at all my stuff.
1: <laughs> Look at all my shit. All right, and last but not least. HBO has a Fahrenheit four fifty one movie going into production starring Michael B. Jordan and Sophia Butella. I'll believe
0: it do? when I see it. Like the,
2: <laughs> yeah. the Fahrenheit, like the documentary?
1: No, oh, no, the, the, book. the book. No, the book. Oh yeah. Ray Bradbury, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in new oh. releases this week, we have the old version's really old movie's really cool. It is cool. Yeah. We have Tom Cruise running in the mummy. <laughs>
3: Dude, I want to see that. Does, it mean, does that movie look terrible? No, I think it's going to be sweet.
1: You know what? He doesn't make bad movies, yeah. so I think it's you actually really going to be pretty and, good. You
0: know, I... I, you know, I, I Come I, on,
2: even Born on the Fourth of July was good. That's
0: a great flick. It oh, is. yeah, that's great an amazing flick. movie. Um, I, I guess I'm just... I. My problem is just it's a personal thing. I just hate fucking Scientology. So oh. <laughs> it's like... It's hard <laughs> it's to, like, look past that. Yeah. You know? Um,
3: so is this from... Is this the universal Monsters mm-hmm. stuff so this isn't like mummy like the other one no it's no. supposed to be just like a
2: rehashing like, yeah. of a mummy
1: yeah. Oh. yeah it's basically the classic mummy being yeah. remade so this is the official relaunch of the dark universe that um, Dracula Untold was supposed mm-hmm. to be yeah. but the studio basically said it wasn't up to snuff so they didn't want that to be the official launch so this is it
2: Dude, Russell Crowe plays Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Could you please yeah. get that out to me right now? Yeah,
1: that looks really, really good, actually. For real? Yeah. So, Yes, that'll be fantastic. Other new releases, <laughs> Megan <laughs> Levy, which is a true story of a uh, female in the military, mm. that comes out this week. Mm. It Comes at Night is out this week, and My Cousin Rachel is out. So I know we're going to have reviews Thursday night of My Cousin Rachel, It Comes at Night and The Mummy so outstanding
2: who are doing all of those
1: um liam is doing the mummy okay kyle is doing it comes at night correct and then um andrew saw my cousin rachel tonight
2: okay that's right
1: so we don't fuck around here you see yeah we are (laughs) rolling tonight
0: we we got our thumb on the pulse every single (laughs) week
1: Of,
3: of cinema
2: but I thought exactly. you're not supposed to check a pulse with your thumb because your thumb has a pulse in it, too. We have our
1: finger on there the we go. pulse. There we go. <laughs> we have our finger on the clit we have of
0: our- cinema. <laughs>
2: oh, clean it up. Clean it up. Too late. We
1: have our tongues on the pulse. We have our of tongues c- on the clit of cinema.
3: <laughs> <laughs> clean it up. That should be our new catchphrase, but for sure. Clean it up.
1: That'll be the back of the t-shirt. I love the way this cinema tastes. <laughs>
3: you need to get shirts made with those. Are you going out? Fr- yes. Literally, to the back of the cinema? t-shirt says
0: "Clean it up." That's, just, that's just the freaking catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out. Sorry, oh, I, wow. H, I didn't mean to interrupt you, honey.
2: No, I wasn't saying anything. Was I?
0: I don't know. Were you? I, I saying, don't know. Were I you? I was
2: saying that you can't have. You can't. You're not supposed to check this.
0: You're not supposed to? For real? No. Why? Well, because your thumb's really thick.
2: You have thick. A, you ha- that, and I. I think you have That's not um, all. you have an <laughs> a, an artery that goes all the way through and it stops at the thumb. There's a point that I think, I'm not like. Yeah,
3: well, yeah. We need to call Bill Nye. No. I him. Yeah, what the hell?
0: He's not a real size. But you're not
2: supposed because um, there's <laughs> yeah. you can feel the heartbeat in there.
0: Yeah, in your thumb. In your I know thumb. another so way you, you can feel pulse. my heartbeat. <laughs> hey, clean it up. Clean it
1: up. <laughs> clean it up. Clean it up. <laughs> so suggested viewing this week. Yay. I'm going to suggest Baywatch. I thought okay. about this, and you know, seriously. You saw, that? You saw yeah, it? Yeah, I saw it. I reviewed it, and it got Was unfavorably it bashed of course for it no did. good reason. And the movie is fucking hilarious. Anything with The dude, Rock in it. I love The Rock. You, you, the dude does no rock. The guy's wrong. hysterical. He plays the same character over and over and over again, but I don't care. He's nope. fun. Zach Efron is a fucking fun. comedic genius. Yeah. That dude plays dumb comedy. Perfectly, mm-hmm. The Rock is great. The rest of the cast was interchangeable, but those two together was great. I say, still see the movie while it's at the theater. That's I my see opinion.
2: It. I, w- I was looking forward to it as soon as they announced that. I'm glad that it's, that it's you liked it.
1: It's like the Twenty One Jump Street movie. That's what it's I assumed. Just dumb.
2: At first, I was like, "Oh, this is probably gonna be stupid," and then I saw another trailer and I was like, "What am I thinking? This is gonna be great." Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I This
2: is a popcorn movie for sure.
0: Yeah. I giggle when I see that, when I saw when I see that, like I'm never gonna watch this. But you know what? It's like it's like pain and gain. We talked about pain and gain here mm-hmm. um with The Rock, of course. And it was one of those ones I'm like, This is so stupid. I don't fuck this movie. And then Amber was <laughs> just getting into it one day at the house and I come out and I see all this hilarity going on. Yeah. And I'm like and I was into it. A, that's how good of a flick Did it you was.
2: see a Central Intelligence with Kevin Hart? No. It's so dumb, but he is so good in it. It's yeah. hilarious. It's so stupid. It's funny.
0: That's what. That's kind of how painting. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's and over so the top, ridiculous and just. But it's and
2: fun. I like Kevin Hart so. Yeah.
3: I think he's funny.
0: So Chris said Baywatch. Okay. Michelle.
3: Um. I watched Captain Fantastic and it was really good. Oh, that's a great yeah. flick. I still need to see and, that. And you can see, you get to see the full Vigo, like his straight up ding dongs in it.
0: Yeah, we do get to see his. Wiener. I thought you
2: got to see that in uh, there was another movie where he's in a Russian spa.
3: Oh, um, the what the hell is that called? Uh, yeah, he's the mob boss. Guy, Eastern, yeah. Yeah, Eastern promises. Yeah, Eastern promises. You can see his. Sh- his Showing
2: the sh- l- m- l- m- l- m- ding dong.
3: It's like, and he's like all soft too. You know, you know, a guy's confident if he like shows a soft wiener. <laughs> Like oh really? on, on film? Like are was, you guys not confident?
1: Guys, I'm totally confident. <laughs> I'm totally confident. <laughs> I think oh. it takes how a little bit. Like a guy okay.
3: doesn't like spring. Like when you first start dating, he just doesn't spring a soft dong on you. He like you know, he's always oh, like, he's like oh, no, I'm always ho- oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then like you know, six months later, he's like, all right, you can see my soft shit when I get out of the shower. Uh. That's <laughs> how you know a man has trusted you <laughs> when he yeah. lets you see his soft dong. That's
1: I love. have
2: never experienced that.
1: <laughs> that is love. That's a name for a band. What's soft,
0: the... soft, soft dong, soft dong. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle, and the soft Dongs. But
3: other than <laughs> his soft dong, it's a really good movie, though. <laughs> seriously, what's wrong? I, I was
0: more taken aback by his soft dong. If we're going to get into Vigo's dong, basically,
1: it's <laughs> another good name for a band. It's a great
0: Vigo, flick Vigo soft
3: dong? dong.
1: Just Vigo's dong. Vigo's dong. <laughs>
2: I uh. claim all of these band names. <laughs>
0: Sweet. No, that, that's a great flick. That's a really cool. Yeah, I still movie. need I to see
3: it. it I, like, I really It was on Amazon Prime, so mm-hmm. but I just saw I I like, it. Oh yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I have it saved in my next viewing watch thing.
0: How about you, H? Anything you saw with any soft wieners uh, bouncing around?
2: <laughs> Probably. Yeah, because I watched Deep Water Horizon <laughs> oh. the other night.
1: That is a great
2: movie. And that was a great movie. Yep. That was a, quite surprising and I'm such an idiot. I had no idea it was about the BP oil spill. Yeah. The huge one in the Gulf. Mm-hmm. I had okay. no I oh, didn't even boy. put it together until they were flying out and I was like, "Oh my god." So it's really interesting if you want to know more about that. It's literally about the about the, the, BP the, yeah. fucking some Mechanical shit up,
1: yeah,
2: hard. Oh, and
1: them doing stupid shit just you know because of money. Just because wa- of they money. That to was literally
2: money. what it was. I don't and know if it's if they Deepwater the... Horizon
3: is just the yeah. name of the ring. I remember they got such bad publicity from that that uh, gas stations would take down the BP sign so that because people weren't buying their gas. You so, know what? Good.
0: You know what? I I will totally That's admit a shit this. Company. I will totally admit this to this day since that happened. I, will not, I mean, I see a BP, BP, I avoid them like the plague. Yeah, I don't buy I, BP I will not go to them because of that thing. There was visuals from that thing when that was going on, I remember, where some of the joints, the pipes, that were, were broken. Oh, man. They were just gushing, gushing. Yeah. Gushing. Yeah. Patrolling. It was insane how much they were and that gushing into the this stuff is
2: ocean. so big. Like, we're talking the size of semi-trucks. Yeah. These pistons and, mm-hmm. you know, like... It, it was terrifying, and they show the pipe going all the way down to the seabed, and just, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And then how BP just totally ignored all of the tests, and this is their job. This is what they do. They know yeah. better. You know, mm-hmm. like, BP, they were just there because they were like, oh, I'll dig up Sorry. the oil, you know, like or whatever.
3: The Sorry. mud, as they called it. Isn't, Sorry. isn't, like, James Cameron, didn't he invent, like, some stuff also that helps clean up oil spills?
0: It's one of the things I know oh. he was working on. I don't know he was working on some crazy it. stuff yeah, that, like, I, it
3: would eat the oil, like some kind of, like, uh, m- microbe or something. Something like that. I'm all, every time That's I hear James cool. Cameron, doing some weird-ass, <laughs> crazy, mechanical science shit. Yeah.
1: But he still can't get a sequel to Avatar made. <laughs>
3: oh, I don't like,
2: like Avatar that Avatar. much. And we blows. So, I
1: don't even like Avatar.
4: So, Scott, on, what your,
2: what's your suggested view?
0: Um, I actually, on the, on the music dock front, I actually watched the Pixies, uh, what, a Pixies documentary uh, this week uh, called Gouge. It's one of the older ones. It was from, it was from like 2002 because um, they've gotten back together recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a, I, honestly, and that's what I put in the review too for it. What, I'm not a Pixies fan, but I just, that's why I'm kind of having fun with these reviews. Is I'm watching a lot of documentaries by bands that I never even got into when I was younger or even to this day. Um, Just to try to learn about these bands a little bit and hopefully try to get into them. So this is one of those ones I did that with, and I really enjoyed it. And now I'm gonna be spending probably the rest of the week reviewing the entire Pixies discography.
2: Oh, nice. (laughs) Which is what
0: these are for. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. why, and I enjoy watching them for that. So
2: I wanted to tell you I watched Give Me Danger the other night.
1: Oh man, that was a great movie. Fantastic. That
2: was awesome. Yeah, I loved it, and I had no idea that Iggy Pop was a drummer. Mm-hmm. I didn't and he's smart. I had no idea like well now he is, but I mm. had no idea that he was so musically inclined. I D- thought he was oh. just a fucking monkey no, on stage, no, you know. No, no. That I didn't know he's genius. It. Don't
0: yeah. watch Starlight though. I just reviewed Starlight. <laughs> okay. Don't fucking watch that <laughs> movie. Look, terrible. He's a damn good songwriter. He's yeah. a damn good musician, but yeah. he's no
1: fucking actor.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Just
1: <If> you <laughs> know. If you're going to look into Pixie's music, definitely get uh, Doolittle. Doolittle's the second. That's sec- the second record. It's their best. Yeah, that's what everybody it's says. Like that, that album. Yeah.
0: Which is, you know, that's one thing they mentioned, excuse me, in the documentary is that, you know, and we all know that, you know, with any band, usually they, you know, they put out a really good first record. The second record, a lot of times, just sucks shit because the label, if they're on a big label, the label says, oh, we got a hot commodity here. Let's mm-hmm. push him into the studio again and get him out there. And the band normally will not have enough time to write. Rehearse, mm-hmm. get things ready properly. They're rushed back into the studio. They write a shit second record, and then they come back and do a third record. It's pretty good. Not the case for the Pixies, and that's one thing that was pointed out in that documentary. So yeah, that was a really cool thing to watch. Did see Wonder Woman myself last night too. Uh, I'm not a comic person, but I did enjoy it. Me and I took me and me and what a me good and, movie. Me and Miss Amber,
3: the lady, the, 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 bo- lady, the boss, the old ball
2: and said, chain.
0: I want to see a movie. And I said, <laughs> and you were like, bitch, what you okay. want to see?
2: <laughs> That's not how it went.
0: No, it wasn't she at all. She
2: basically dragged you by your ponytail, and you're she like, said,
0: okay. Let me see that soft wiener. I'm going to drag Woo. you by that. She said, <laughs> let dong. me see
2: Vico's Don and Let's you're see. like...
0: <gasps> Mine's not nearly that big. No way. They're my favorite band.
2: <laughs> they're that's, my favorite band. That was the headliner in Maryland Death Fest was Vico's Don. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, that's... I actually have a fucking t shirt, a Vigo's Dog T shirt. It's like a death metal place. logo. It's all sharp and serrated. It's Vigo's Dog.
2: That's so awesome. Ooh. That needs to happen.
0: So yeah. Um uh, so yeah, yeah, that, that was a fun documentary to watch. I enjoyed that. So yeah. Sweet. That, that's what I did this week. Cool. So far. Um, yeah. So as H alluded to earlier.
2: Yeah. Talking about real crime, Mr. We're good tarantino we're gonna talk about quentin mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk
0: like this the rest of the show
2: <laughs> Oh, we could talk super fast and super loud like he does yeah yeah
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what he sounds he like, sounds like
0: he sounds like beavis <laughs>
3: he sounds and looks like such a fucking nerd that's why I lo- I know. that's one of the things i love I about him is i that could that hear i big could nerd.
2: seriously listen to him talk for 10 hours and mm-hmm. i'd be like okay
3: well i don't know about you
0: guys but you know my first thought on this to get this thing going is that I've never come across and I'm no expert by any means but since these movies started being made by Quentin Tarantino I've never come across a director who has been so open not through his not only through his art but as a person being very open to his fan base about you know where he comes from What you know? What drives him and what uh, inspires him to make film? He really, what I what I mean by that is he really likes wears his influences and his passions. On his sleeve.
2: You can see it oh, you in can every see it. single film. But
0: he's also, you know, he talks about it a lot. Yeah. He's, he's interviewed all the time. And he yeah. always says, like, oh, dude, this is... I used to watch all this shit when I was a kid. Yeah. Me, and I had to do a fucking movie because of that. You know, I had to <laughs> do a like movie. a, wow, a
3: fanboy, cool. but, like, in a cool way. Yeah. Like, not in an annoying way. Like, you could just tell every movie he every genre he makes movies about that he just absolutely loves it and he has like encyclopedic knowledge of everything he does too
0: total savant when it comes to this stuff
2: and music the man has amazing taste
0: yeah his scores have always been something really interesting now i know pulp fiction i was one of those people pulp fiction was the first film i saw by quentin tarantino saw it in the theater you know, which was, I Mine
2: remember. Mine was four rooms.
1: Oh. Four rooms. Yeah. Another Mine was room. reservoir dogs. So yeah. My dog. Yeah. So you're, oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> your you're
3: soft dog. You can eat my soft dog.
1: But
0: I remember, the especially the scene where the head, the explosion in the car. Oh, yeah, landed. yeah. Yeah. You know, I, would, I know I was exposed to black comedies, you know, like dark comedy w- when I was younger, but I think this was like the first time that it was like really smacked in my face. Oh, like a soft dog. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> Sorry I had to say. It. Um, I remember I was on a date seeing this, you know, seeing pulp fiction for the first time and what that's... was his name?
2: <laughs> <Well>. Vigo.
0: <Whoa. laughs> oh, this so, is going to be a long night. <laughs> shit. So that scene comes up, never saw it in our life, right? And we're in the theater, and the you know the guy go, oh, you gotta be crazy! And, you know, boom, gun goes off, <laughs> head explodes. You know it's shot brilliantly. You, you get what happens right mm-hmm. away, and we just started cracking up. <laughs> we thought it was fucking hilarious because it, it was hilarious. it was played that way. You know, and that's what, that's one of the beautiful parts of that film that one of the beautiful things about Quentin Tarantino, he's always been able to really dance that line where he'll have you laughing at a fucking murder scene. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what that was. We're laughing at a murder scene. We're cracking up because there's this wonderful banner going on mm-hmm. between Samuel L. Jackson and
2: uh John Travolta. John Travolta
0: thank you. John Travolta. Thank you.
1: Vigo's dong. Vigo's
0: dong. It's, it's. It's clouding my brain. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> he was literally so talking big. to Vigo's Don. I, yeah. I was. It was just like in front of me. Uh, it was just. But, there, but that's one of my <laughs> my my first and most fond memories of, Quentin, you know, being exposed to Quentin Tarantino's movies. Is like that. If that could sum up his films, like it, not saying favorite scene, but like you know how I think his films work. Is that scene. Yeah, right that's there a good example fiction, for sure. Right? Um, but we write
3: some of the best dialogue. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what, that's in the what business. I
0: think between him and Kevin Smith in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right? Those two directors to me. I mean, they were. Let's be let's be frank. Those two guys right there. You couldn't get any bigger in the nineties. Those two guys were on top yeah. of the 90s in their own way. Right. Uh, but I think their their hinge pin was just that. Was the dialogue I said the same thing about clerks when I saw them. I'm like this movie does there's not nothing fucking special about this movie mm-hmm. whatsoever, but there's just this excellent, cool dialogue that we all do we talk all like do. we, yeah. talk, we yeah. all talk like that, right. And the same thing happens with Pulp Fiction. The whole damn first 15 minutes of the movie is just a bull- two guys bullshitting in a car.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, really, though, I mean, Reservoir Dogs yeah, was, start the, with first, oh, was the first movie. Let's start with that. I, I, yeah, yeah. I remember I used to have a subscription to Film but, Threat in the 90s, yeah. and I got my issue of Film Threat and scott threw his pen on the floor everybody
2: he's looking for vico's dong he's looking for his
1: looking around the i floor. got so
0: excited i just dropped it because yeah the, the mm, dog look, i have vico's like soft dog. there's all these little <laughs> dogs floating around in my head now just kind of okay so um, reservoir dogs but, yeah go ahead Film dogs. Threat.
1: i used to have a subscription to film threat yeah and i remember getting that in like there's this huge write-up on this new director that made reservoir dogs i'm like well that's a pretty sweet name for a movie You know, I never got to see it in the theater, but as soon as it got released on VHS, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I worked at a video store. The day that movie came in, I snagged it. We smoked a bunch of
0: dope
1: (laughs) and we watched Reservoir Dogs like three times. But that's how that movie
0: starts, though, too. It's like some guy's just sitting in a diner. Mm Dick, 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 dick. How many dicks is that? A right. lot of them. I mean, it's just this really great conversation that culminates into this beautiful crescendo where it makes sense.
3: Yeah. You got my fucking ear off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that entire scene, like you can't, I can't hear that stuck in the. Yeah. yeah. I start,
0: I start doing the dance. Yeah. I start Michael doing a little dance. Yeah, yeah. But
3: now they didn't really do that stuff, a lot. That, that kind of like juxtaposition between the, you know, something the music's kind of goofy, but like something fucked up's going on. So yeah, you're like, don't that's, know how to feel. Song. Man, it's that's a yeah, fucking pop
0: song, dude.
2: That's his. That's his like thing. That was. That
3: he Started it.
0: Reservoir Dogs. I remember seeing the trailer for it, and I mean. I I don't remember ever being pulled into a movie that trailers don't really impress me all that. Very rarely do I go, oh my god, I gotta see that flick because of the trailer. But that was one of those ones I remember seeing. Like that just looks cool as hell. Yeah. Well, the mm-hmm. one trailer is, yeah. they
1: released was just music and them walking. That's
0: yeah. what that's that's the one I saw,
1: and I'm like, these yeah. guys look like that a was bunch it. Of, this looks great. And they're like, holy shit. What
0: okay, the, I'm gonna watch
1: this? a movie about <laughs> guys walking.
2: Yeah. Just but because they cool. looked they looked so fucking cool, and the music was yeah. perfect. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a masterpiece because it just, and the, I mean, I remember sitting for long hours at the local diner because that you know when we were kids, that's all we were talked about was Quentin Tarantino films. We always would argue about them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and debate about them, and um, yeah, many spoke filled nights just sitting there talking about these movies. Um, we debated a lot. Well, and that was one of the things we talked about was like this whole fucking movie basically just happens in one scene, mm-hmm. which, yeah. was, which was unheard of, really. Yeah. I mean, it was more like a play than anything, yeah. right? Uh, people weren't trying stuff like that back in those days. Quentin did, and that's what made Reservoir Dogs such a unique film. Is it just the majority of it. Yeah, there was a lot of cutaways like, oh, when this happened and that happened, but really it was focused on the garage they were
1: in well and the brutality of the movie too it's was kind of rude. unheard of at that time yeah, i mean the heavy. ear cutting scene yeah. in the gasoline and all that yeah. shit like that was like holy fuck he just burned that <laughs> motherfucker he burned him and then just
2: yeah. uh, uh, i can't even remember his hit mr white isn't that tim Roth's character yeah mr yeah. white and just how guttural he sounded when he got shot and he was yeah. dying. He was literally that dying. Was, he was he in was every in scene movie. after like half the movie. He was just basically yeah. bleeding to death the whole time. I, I, it was
3: gruesome. Tim Roth is just a good ass actor. Yeah, yeah. that he's, movie. He's, oh. he's fine to too. Stuff.
0: That turned me on the Tim Roth that movie. Well, that and the Cook the Thief His Wife and Her Lover, which was not was came out not too long before that. Right. I Right. Uh, and Michael Madsen, I fell in love with him in that movie. Mm-hmm, yeah. He was such a dick in that in that. I movie. couldn't
2: wait to see another Quentin Tarantino movie with yeah. him. And I love that he uses a lot of sorry he sorry. uses a lot of the same actors in his movies. I love when directors do that. Well,
0: yeah, and that was I mean. I think we've all seen that, but that was one thing that was really that really came up to the surface with Quentin Tarantino movies. Is and literally like Michael Madsen's one of them that I've seen him say that in interviews. Like, well, I've always been referred to as one of you know Quentin's people, yeah. like one of his actors. He basically
3: yep. kept him gainfully employed his entire life. Like he was only <laughs> pretty much in. Yeah. yeah, but he's such a good actor, and like he just it's... plays himself. Except in he's terrible in uh, Sin City. Oh my yeah. god! It's like I th- I felt like he shot up some heroin and then did oh. that scene. Like he's so. He probably did. out of it. or drunk.
0: (laughs) So, Reservoir Dogs. I do want to ask, because it's something we've argued, and I think we all know what this, the the number one debate on Reservoir Dogs will always be, is the final scene of the film, the final act, where they all, there's the whole shooting thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone, you know what? I've spent time with this. But we've debated about this how that whole thing really played out, and I don't think we're really spoiling this by, by talking about this. No, are we? no, it's an old film. It's
2: now. an old film.
0: So who shot
1: who? Han shot first. Greedo. No, I don't know. It's that's <laughs> what. Okay, that, it's well, been that's been a my while. P- since that's I my seen point.
2: It has been a while since it's, I've such, seen it's it too. such a
0: complicated thing. And actually, in the DVD that I have of it, part of the DVD menu actually shows
2: each person well shooting?
0: No, well it kind of shows like this like fun little like illustration arrow thing Ooh. of them pointing like the guns yeah. being pointed because oh. we sat there i remember we would sit at nighttime and argue like no that motherfucker shot that guy that guy shot that guy and we still couldn't really figure it out that's fucking brilliant yeah, that's just fucking brilliant. Like to get something to make something pull something off like that on screen and have people still argue to this day. We can't explain it still. Yeah. I mean, I'm, right. I'm sure we could sit down and probably yeah. hash it out, but it's not something that you can just go. Yeah, well, that's how it works. It's much more complicated than that. It takes some thought that blows my mind still to this day. That scene it was completely ridiculous.
1: Well, it is, but it's something he's repeated throughout the rest of his movies, too. Pretty much all his
3: movies end in a bloodbath of some sort. Well, yeah, I mean,
1: because The Hateful Eight kind of repeats this Mm -hmm. same thing. Uh, True Romance, you know, he didn't direct it, but he wrote it, and that end scene in True Romance, and how many movies have ripped that scene off now from True Romance? Mm -hmm. I just saw something else a couple weeks ago, I was like, it's True Romance ending (laughs) all over again. (laughs) Everybody's in a hotel room shooting each other, Mm -hmm. you know? So,
0: yeah. Reservoir Dogs, I, I mean, I know a lot of people go down saying that that's their favorite Quentin... I dropped that pen again, dude. Holy crap.
2: You dropped the, um, the dog. I know a lot of people
0: say that's like their favorite Quentin Tarantino film.
2: I don't know if I have it's a favorite. favorite. It, it's no. hard to have
0: a favorite Quentin Tarantino film, I think.
2: I really, 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 really liked The Hateful Eight, man. Oh, dude, that I loved it. That shit was...
0: And we'll get to that. That was oh. like...
2: that's a, I would say a 9 out of 10. It's almost a fantastic 10, yeah. movie. Uh, that was we, a great movie. I agree.
0: I did. I did rip us into Pulp Fiction prematurely a little bit, but <laughs> that's okay. Um, like
2: Vico's Dawn Like Vico's Dawn
0: <laughs> But Pulp I mean, Fiction what's, there, is to, a really good one what's there to say about that movie? That's what's the in movie the case? That, it broke him It that's the movie that really broke Quentin Tarantino. It doesn't the
3: matter there. what's in the case.
0: Um,
2: Trick question. Lemmy is God. Never mind.
3: Is well, that the I thing know. where
2: somebody like the like, sticker
3: or, or like the band aid on it's... the back of his neck? It's right. like his soul was still Yeah, that's blade one blade. of the stories
0: is that his soul was in that suitcase and that band aid. Represented, it was covering up the hole in his neck where yeah. his soul is supposed to go, and they were so he was a back.
2: titan, and he had a person inside of him.
0: But I don't think to, I don't think to this day <laughs>
2: <laughs> nobody else but you. Know that. I don't think I to this
0: day that I don't think Quentin Tarantino has ever said like no,
2: he's never said. Matter. He won't ever say. I, it. I hope think he doesn't. He knows Wouldn't what's in there. Do not say anything.
0: No, don't. It's beautiful to speculate like this, uh, but there. But you see, what I think is so cool in pulp fiction is you see it twice. Mm-hmm. You see it twice.
2: And each time their faces are... They just
0: open it up, yeah. They're,
2: they're like, they've are they been enlightened, like they've seen the gates of heaven or something. Do
0: we have it? Oh, yeah, we have it. <laughs> I mean, that's like... And he just kind of...
2: Holy, right.
0: You know, John Travolta was like, holy shit. Uh-huh. And then Tim Roth. And then Tim Roth is like... Yeah. <gasps> what is it? It's beautiful. <laughs> you know, it's fucking... What the hell is that thing, you know? Yeah. Well, I
1: mean, this is it's the movie Nico's that... dong. This is the yeah. movie that brought John Travolta's career back oh, to life. Oh, yeah. It saved him. Yeah. 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 He was like. It
3: made him cool again. He was living they in could. a gimp
1: box in the basement, mm-hmm. and this movie brought him out. <laughs>
3: what was the Literally. movie that it did Literally. before that? Before. Pul- yeah. Before. Oh, that I Pul- mean, fiction. he had a lot of movies. Right, but I mean, it like not phenomenon not, want, or something. Yeah.
1: But that was, I believe, was after? after.
0: Yeah. After I'm almost positive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I know my impression. not that bad. I know what I. The first time I saw *Pulp Fiction*, it was like this movie's cool. You gotta fucking see it. It's totally great. And Michael, that was good. I like. Well, the opening scene. No, sorry. The opening scene was John Travolta. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. is that John Travolta? (laughs) I mean, I remember (laughs) saying, "What the fuck is, fuck's he doing in this movie?" Right, and
2: now he's he's cosplayed. He's probably one of the top ten cosplayers, cosplayed characters. Vincent Vega. Vincent Vega, man.
4: Vincent. Yeah,
1: phenomenon was uh, two years after *Pulp Fiction*. Okay. When was Michael made? I don't
2: that know. that was after too. Yeah, probably. Oh, that movie was sweet. I That like movie can it. eat Michael. my dick. <laughs> I like what's what's her name? Erin McNaughton. No. I don't even care. What's her name? I, I like don't know. Her. I she, don't care. She's cute. She was in Multiplicity.
1: Oh, <laughs> Kara Sedgwick.
2: No, what?
1: I don't know. No, I'm just throwing names out. My...
2: God damn it! <laughs> I don't
1: give a Gal fuck. Gal
0: Gadot.
2: <laughs> Gal Gadot. That was
3: her. <laughs>
0: I, there's just so much about this movie that's awesome. I, I, yeah, know, Pulp Fiction
3: halt- is a great story. We could do a whole
0: show probably on Pulp Fiction if Well, there's want. the fact
3: that when it first came out, it was doing nonlinear uh, mm-hmm. well, yeah. storytelling, which, yeah. like, he's actually smart because he separates it out in the chapters, which makes it a little bit easier to realize to kind of parse out where, you know, the time cuts are in it. Yeah. But. Uh, I know a lot of people when it first came out kind of didn't like it because of that because it's a little artsy in that regard. But if you watch it three or four times, it actually makes a lot more sense. You can yeah. be like you can and piece it's together.
2: A, it's one of those movies that three or four times is not even like hard to do no. because it's a fun
3: movie on yeah. its own. You know? I notice something every
0: yeah, something new time I watch it too. I it really it really defined cool. That was one thing that mm-hmm. really. I mean that was that look that people had in those films. Mm -hmm. You know, just the black suit, white shirt,
1: black skinny tie. Exploding heads. Exploding heads.
2: Pregnant French woman. Yeah.
3: Getting stabbed in the chest with syringes.
0: Jesus Christ. So, I mean, yeah, it it really defined that idea. I mean, it was
1: $7 milkshakes. (laughs) $5 $5 $5, $5 milkshake $5. $5. No well now it would be $7 yeah. oh,
3: okay. Inflation Excuse me
0: Excuse me Did you just pay $5 For a milkshake Yeah yeah. There's no yeah. bourbon in it Or anything
3: <laughs> And then he tastes it And he's like That's pretty good milkshake Pretty fucking it's good, good, good milkshake Yeah Pretty good milkshake <laughs> pretty <fucking> good.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's worth $5 Yeah <laughs> I mean, there's just that's the thing about that movie is you can sit there.
2: Yeah, you can. Fucking, you can. You can just talk. You can
0: just yeah. You can just do these characters, and that's what we did. We just would sit. I remember after we saw Pulp Fiction, we'd sit at these restaurants, and we we're in college, you know, yeah. and we're just sitting there just start fucking re, re, reciting all these lines from Pulp Fiction, cracking the fuck up because mm-hmm. some of the damn Jimmy, you know, shit like that. Everything. Look at the big brain on Brad.
3: I mean, <laughs> oh, all that's, these uh, was you know, it? <laughs> I know uh, what my fucking coffee what tastes fuck? like. Yeah, you gave me some gourmet oh, shit. I was expecting Taster's dude. Choice. <laughs> and you know what? Let's let's just say that too.
0: I had never heard the N word used like that in a oh, film. I that know. blew my. Mind. I'm like, oh my god! Not, he still gets the shit color for purple. That. Well, yeah, and he's done it several times. Yeah, there, it every damn every day. He's, He has no problem doing
3: that. Well, the the movies he's a fan of, like he's a fan of like you know Grindhouse, uh, yeah, exploitation yeah. stuff. Yeah. So it just makes sense that that's the mm-hmm. kind of world that these characters would live in. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I think, I mean. I know because he's a white guy, I'm doing air quotes, whatever. He's not supposed to be allowed to yeah. use that stuff. But I feel like the way he uses it is really authentic, though. Like, it doesn't seem forced no. anytime anybody says it. Yeah. Like it, like the entire uh, dead nigger storage scene, yeah, yeah. is played oh, to where HBO qui- is gonna oh, fire shit, you. Well, I'm half ow. black. I'm saying it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking. <laughs> It's that entire part, though, like people like like the harp on him saying dead nigger storage. But the fact is that the, his character is not supposed to be a, a cool person. He's like kind of a dick, you know, Yeah, and yeah. it's like
2: that. And he's like outside of the realm that's yeah. happening. And
3: then it makes it even funnier when his girlfriend or his wife comes home and she's black. Yeah. It's just like it sets that scene up absolutely fucking perfectly. Like, yeah. then like, he's talking to Jules. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's just it,
0: there's so many lines you're drawing mm-hmm. right now. Yeah to this whole thing what that and that scene like the whole the you know the whole dead body scene mm-hmm. where they what i found so hilarious and we were i i think i was just talking to someone about this very thing the other day so they have this problem they get off the road they're where they they're at jimmy's house mm-hmm. taking shit from jimmy drinking really good coffee right um gourmet shit gourmet shit. they call marcellus <laughs> yeah this damn i could do that all day long uh, they, they call Marcellus because they got a fi- they got a problem they need mm-hmm. to get straightened out. They need the wolf. They call in the wolf. Damn. You can call the wolf. You know, well, shit, Negro. You know The yeah. whole thing, right? So <laughs> what I found so interesting about that whole act was the wolf shows up. And that's that's another great thing. You know, I'm 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. Nine minutes and 37 seconds later, he comes. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just played out so perfectly. Very Guy Ritchie-like. Very mm-hmm. fast-moving yeah. kind of. Um but the whole, the way it played out to me was like, okay, so what we're going to do now, I'm the wolf and I solve problems. I'm a big genius and I make a lot of money for this shit. We're going to clean the car.
2: Right. <laughs> I, every time I watch it, I'm like, and then Jules even says something, or not Jules, but uh, Vincent. Yeah. He's even like, man, really? Like the look on his face when he's like, all right, scoop up the brains, use your hand, clean the car. He's like, We need the wolf for this. Yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah. And they're revering this guy the whole way, like, oh my God, we have so much respect for this guy. He's such a brilliant man. And like, they won't talk any shit to this guy. I mean, the one, you know, Vincent gets a little pissy with him, Mm -hmm. right? And And he was like, shut the fuck. You know, and it gives him all that hell in the friggin' bathroom. (laughs) But that, I found that whole thing to be so funny. Like, okay, if it was me and I just blew somebody's brains out in a car. The first thing I would do is get the damn car off the road, which they did on their own. They mm-hmm. were okay on that. And then I'd be like, okay, I got to find a way to clean this shit up yeah. and dispose of this car. I don't need outside help for right. that. Well, I
2: suppose maybe in in retrospect, they're a little... Then again, I don't know. Like I was thinking maybe that they needed it because they're thinking... They're
3: hectic at the moment. You know? Yeah, wolf stays calm under pressure. That's right. his there. You power.
0: go. That's yeah, yeah. You know what? That's right, Michelle.
3: Because they were freaking out, and Wolf's like, and and they were freaking out so much that the the simplest thing, clean the fucking car, didn't even occur to them. It's and Wolf was right. like, Wolf gets there like, why the fuck aren't you cleaning the car? Like, right. What the hell? Like his whole entire thing is. Like he stays calm under pressure, yeah, uh, he I thought par- he sorts out stuff, you know and and, and yeah. he's like almost like a drill sergeant in the way that he like orders them around like yeah. you do this, you do this, you mm-hmm. get this that's, come over that's here what I always thought he's an organizer that
2: he that was his what he was for yeah. was because well, you know, in their line of mm-hmm. duty or yeah. in their line of work they're doing this shit all the time. so know? basically
0: he's a facilitator yeah, yeah. that's the idea he's yeah a, he's a facilitator uh, and that makes sense i just and I've always, you know, it's nice to hear like a different perspective on this because I've always been like, dude, fucking, that's not that hard to do. You just yeah. clean the car up, man.
3: Because <laughs> you know, he's, he's outside of the situation, so he can look right, at it so objectively. Can, yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah, beautiful. And that's what he does professionally. That yeah. is, you know, it's what yeah. he does. That's mm-hmm. what he does.
0: I'd like to know what he was doing at some like modeling thing at nine at nine o'clock in the morning. I always thought that like they show him on the phone. Yeah, there's like all these hot models he's walking around. He's just doing
3: cool shit because he's Wolf? Yeah, he's it's wolf, like, yeah.
0: it's 9 o'clock in the morning. No one's even fucking up yet except for he, Jules and Vincent. Sh- and then yeah. doesn't
2: he show up in like a like a Acura. Porsche or something? Oh, it's an Acura.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. an Acura. Yeah, that's it. You, can take my, you take my Acura or whatever. Oh, okay. If there's anything wrong with my car, you know, Monster know, going to be supposed to two bodies.
2: That redhead, I can't remember her name, but she plays Kathy. Pat from Saturday Night Live. It's Pat? Or was that Mad TV?
1: No, that was that's SNL. So it SNL. Pat. It's yeah.
2: Pat. You couldn't tell if it was a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. Who was that? The redhead in Pulp Fiction. His like, oh! friend from the junkyard. Oh, yeah. That's
4: who Yeah, that yeah. Actor, yeah. yeah that's uh, it. It's Pat. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I that? got character. You are a character. <laughs> yeah, the whole, I mean, and that, that's like those. <coughs> that's another thing, too. Like that joke right there to me. I was like, that's pretty lame mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I don't know any other word it's a lame joke but he hits her with it and like to get in the car and he squeals off and he's like the shit yeah he's the wolf dude he's the wolf Harvey Keitel was awesome
3: he's mm-hmm. fucking awesome <laughs> he's always awesome in everything
0: yeah um I mean that movie again. We could probably just do a whole damn show on that movie. There's just yeah. so much density. That one movie is like ten of, of other movies. He I like think. B- he busted there's,
2: his Quentin Tarantino nut all over went, that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was. There's just. But thing, then you get un, Then you get what? What comes? What's did well, he do afterwards? Well, four, rooms, four rooms. Well. Four
0: rooms. He he did the I one. I really like Four
2: Rooms. But I love that movie. Yeah, that movie is hilarious. He's got a huge cock. <laughs> That movie is like obscenely hilarious.
0: Was it Jennifer Beals? Is in that too? Is that Jennifer? Flashdance. Yeah, Flash yeah. Dance, yeah. Right? yeah mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in love with her. I've been in love with her for. for she was in the Prophecy too. Yeah, she was. was fucking awesome. <laughs> she totally was getting it by the angel too. Yeah, it was Woo-hoo. awesome. Woo-hoo. No, Jennifer Beals in that. Yeah, I mean, but he only did he did the um, the man from Hollywood segment. Now it's been a while since I've seen Four Rooms. They may remember what exactly that was. <sighs> it's I can't remember really really who that. The, may be the one I'm talking there. about that had. Uh, it may be the one that had Jennifer Beal. No. The man from Hollywood. Or is that the last? That may be the last segment of the film where the guy gets his hand cut off or his fingers cut off? I don't remember. Yeah, it's been a while. It's yeah. been a
2: really long time since I've seen I mean, it.
0: In general, Four Rooms, Tim Roth. Speaking yeah, of an, uh, one hell of an, a performance, uh, Tim Roth knocked it out of the ballpark in that film. Um, but it isn't all Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. That's, he just has a small piece in that. But, yeah, if you haven't seen, I just Aww. dropped a damn sheet now. <laughs> if you haven't seen Four Rooms, you really should see it. Now Michelle's going to fill in space while I go find the sheet on the floor. Michelle, you're on.
3: Well, what do you do after Four Rooms? What Jackie Brown. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think the cool thing about Quentin Tarantino is that he's really good at doing genre movies that are homages to stuff but also being a fresh take on the, on the stuff yeah. he's doing. Yeah. So, like, Jackie Brown is totally, like, his black exploitation mm-hmm. homage. God, man. And, and
0: Pam Greer. And he's got
3: Holy Pam Greer, who's, like, shit. amazingly hot in it, and she's, like, 50 in it, probably. She's 40 or 50. She's pretty old. She, she was older than that in that. She was old. Yeah. I think she yeah, made it older. Yeah, she looked good as shit. She actually, still looks good as shit. I actually bought a Pan Am bag, just like the one she has in it, like because I found that they were still selling them. Oh, really? And every time I take it anywhere, everybody's like, oh, it's a Jackie Brown bag, like, all the time
0: there she was i mean obviously she was completely beautiful in that film she was amazing to watch actually she was
1: 50 years old the
0: way oh she God, moved she the way good. she moved in that movie like just the way she walked it she
3: just like, carries it, herself in a really sensual manner but like yeah. classy even though she was the the kind of movies she in weren't, weren't classy, they she gave them class, you mm-hmm. know, with her her demeanor. <laughs> big boobies. Yeah, she yeah. has some big old titties, too.
1: Kig
0: old titties. I have to see <laughs> that movie bitties.
2: again. I haven't seen it in a while. The only thing I can remember is... Uh,
0: ak forty six is
2: a uh, beach bunny and what's her what's her name bridget, bridget fonda, fonda. Bridget fonda oh. being oh. such a fucking high on throughout the whole movie uh, there, there was bridget, a lot of really
0: strange oh uh, yeah she's she's incredible in that movie you know i mean i know coming off of pulp fiction I will openly admit, I mean, Jackie Brown came out and everybody was like, fuck yeah, another Quentin Tarantino film. This is going to be so awesome. And I will I will admit openly, I was expecting another Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fiction, I think totally everybody was.
3: was. Jackie Brown's pretty low key compared to Pulp Fiction. It's different. Oh, yeah. yeah and I, was, I remember bit.
0: being a bit let down. Like, oh, man, you know, I, this wasn't like Pulp Fiction, but- you it still it has in...
2: a lot of all of the great things in it, though. Great
3: dialogue. Oh, yeah. the writing is fantastic. Is that great the movie music. is this the one where they watch? Uh, the Bridget Fonda is watching like bikini girls yeah. shooting machine guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and that's like you can actually watch that on YouTube. The entire video she's watching. They actually made a like a little short film of it, like just <gasps> hot chicks in bikinis firing machine guns. I, I think I if you that take that funny. movie,
1: I need some lotion. <laughs>
0: You know, years later you go back to that and and watch it now. I mean, even after, you know, going into Kill Bill, which will be mm-hmm. going into that, you know, it wasn't supposed to be pulp fiction. No, no. He wasn't doing that. That's no. not Quentin Tarantino. He's gonna try something different. And that movie, you know, Robert Forrester was fantastic mm-hmm. in the film. Everybody you know everybody was so uh, Michael good keaton in that movie. was yeah. yeah. Which Michael Keaton hadn't been doing too many films, so seeing right. Michael Keaton again in, in in a big film like that was really cool. Uh, fucking Robert De Niro, yeah, who oh, played right? a different, very different kind oh, of role and for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that and that. Which I won't lie, it bummed me out because you know, Robert De Niro, he's badass, he kicks the shit out of people, he just shoots motherfuckers, you know, he don't care. But it's Robert De Niro kind of playing a, <laughs> an idiot. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it, I don't, and I couldn't take, and that may be why I was a bit bummed. I'm like, I don't, I. I'm sorry, I'm narrow-minded. I don't want to see Robert (laughs) De Niro being bitched out like that. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's Robert De Niro. He deserves a certain amount of respect in whatever character he's playing. (laughs) But it wasn't the case here, and I know I I don't need to have proof of that. I'm pretty sure that he took that on me, like, oh, it's something different. I want to try something something And I want to work with Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Really, that's a pretty different cast that was in Jackie Brown. Mm -hmm. Like, we talked about Quentin Tarantino's actors like his people
2: there was a lot of uh samuel jackson
0: Jackson was in it of course i mean he's you know he's pretty pretty much a consistent guy with quentin tarantino but you didn't you know you just didn't seem to have that same crew you had a different crew and i think that's what the movie called for was people like pam greer and robert forrester who are both you know throwback type actors Mm, or actresses um Brilliant, brilliant movie. Watching, I can watch that over and over again now. And
2: even now, like watch it's going beautiful. back to watch it, you probably you understand it more oh, now yeah. as you know coming well, coming from having seen more of his movies and things like that you can totally go back and just mm-hmm. respect the shit out of it it's a great movie mm-hmm. you it's know beautiful. even when it came out but it it really is it's it's well, one yeah, of his you, better movies really, you can yeah, I appreciate think so.
1: the fact that he constantly changes and morphs what he's doing instead of constantly yeah. repeating himself mm-hmm. jackie brown definitely he could have done, done that he could have come
3: he could have went
0: and done pulp fiction too if he wanted to
1: yeah
3: yeah, yeah. easily
0: and he would have cleaned up yep but he didn't.
3: No. He's not really a sequel guy and even people Kill Bill two was supposed to be with the first there was supposed to be one big movie. Yeah. And he ended up having to split it because, you know, it was just too long. But it's not necessarily it's not even, you know, technically a sequel.
0: Let's talk about Kill Bill. Kill I mean, yeah. Bill
3: is my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie.
0: Arguably his strongest piece of work between both films, I think. That's in there are two films the same they're so strong, I think. I mean like pulp fiction. Mm-hmm. Jackie Brown, yeah, like I think you said it. It was more withdrawn. Yeah. Right? Kill, Kill Bill the is oh, fucking yeah. insane. There's I think that's so much he,
2: he was wait I think he was just waiting to make Kill Bill. He had to have a couple of other movies under his belt first, you know, and yeah. then he just went
3: nuts with Kill Bill. Kill Bill is like all my favoriteest things ever <laughs> in one movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's the way he does it's like basically his love letter to asian films and not only just Jap- japanese films but also uh hong kung, kong yeah kung fu shit. like Shaw brothers uh it's got anime in it uh by i believe production ig did the animated portion of it mm-hmm. it's got uh, lady snowblood references in yep. it uh, there's music from which i found out later when i saw belladonna of sadness which is a 1970s yeah. uh, yep, yep. art film
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, art film anime that he used music from that i was like what no that's from kill bill what mm-hmm. the hell like well, everything about that those two films is absolutely fucking pitch perfect It mm-hmm. fucking sunny chiba is hanzo <laughs> fucking like i was getting a boner every <sighs> second of this movie like it's like all my favorite shit ever
0: nothing nothing flaccid about that no 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 no, no day i had a
3: pussy wagon keychain for the longest time
0: fuck that blew my mind when i saw that yeah (laughs) i never saw
3: (laughs) pussy wagon my name was it my name is book and i like
0: that's like when that all all comes together but you don't see that in kill bill one you just see her driving off (laughs) after she knocks off um copperhead not copper is it copperhead yeah um she just drives away in this truck, and on the back it says Pussy Wagon. Oh, you're and talking a...
3: about Black, ma- oh, black yes.
0: Mama. No, 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 black No, she should have been Black Mama. I should have been Motherfucking Black Mama. I should have been Motherfucking Black Mamba.
2: No, she's Copperhead. She's <laughs> right. Copperhead? Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, just her driving away, I remember I was just so fucking struck and like, what the hell is <laughs> Pussy Wagon? Which, yeah. you know, is a throwback too, right? Um, I didn't know that at the time because I don't have that kind of range that Quentin Tarantino, I don't think too many people do to be honest with you. Uh, but just pussy wagon. <laughs> I just kept Gross. saying it over to my in my mind
3: pussy Ugh. pussy wagon. I mean, and you know, I
2: hate that word.
3: The more movies so you watch, the, the, the better wagon. Quentin Tarantino pussy. movies get too. My, my fiance hates
0: that word too. It's
2: just it sounds so nasty. But when
0: you say it like "pussy wagon,"
3: <laughs> come on, it's got. And a it's bit... also like the most amazing paint job ever oh, on right? a car. Like this is so hilarious. Fucking
0: cool. looking, <laughs> dude. like looks
3: like a, a metal van, you know. And she just <laughs> look and she looks at it, and she's like, "Of course, yes, oh, this yes. is the fucking pussy wagon." Yeah, <laughs> fucker.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that there's. Obviously, and you mentioned this a second ago, Michelle. Like this was supposed to be like one just fucking massive film, mm-hmm. like epic journey. Um I think maybe somebody got involved saying, well, hey, we can cash in on this as we get into two maybe, films. Maybe. Right? But the
3: way they split it is kind of weird too, which a lot of times people will say they don't like Kill Bill Two. Uh, but because the way because part one's so over the top, and then part two is supposed to be like more like the center of the movie where there's like a little downtime and stuff. Yeah. So like it starts out kind of slow when she's like underground, which I think that entire sequence when she's oh, underground trying to get out and she's like doing the flashback to the that's badass so fucking heavy. So heavy. Hong Kong dude that's fucking yeah. like a legit ass Hong I Kong is training her. The mm-hmm. Yeah, the beard thing. And it's like... All that part or where she's training is stolen from uh, uh, Jackie Chan, Junkin Master, the old one. Mm-hmm. The first one he did, not the remade one. Like, all the stuff she does to train is stuff he did in that movie. And I mm-hmm. was like, I had such a nerd boner watching this movie because he's <laughs> his depth of knowledge on tropes and, like, these types of movies, like, you catch so many references. Mm-hmm. And then later I'll watch movies and I'll be like, fuck, that wasn't a Quentin Tarantino movie and I didn't even know it till yeah. later. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, amazing. Like, I didn't see Lady Snowblood until five or six years later after watching Kill Bill. And I was mm-hmm. like, that motherfucker took all the shit from Lady Snowblood, even yeah. music from it. Like
2: He's, He said that he, um, Lady Snowblood was his inspiration yeah. for Kill Bill.
3: But I never, I hadn't seen it to like really gauge it. Like uh, yeah. Oren, Ishi, mm-hmm. like Oren Ishii, like her her yep. outfit is literally the outfit Lady Snowblood wears. Yeah. Like to fight people. To a T. Yes.
0: The cast they assembled for this film. Fantastic. Uh, Daryl Hannah. Was always like, oh, gosh, growing. I was so good. excited
2: to see her in that. And
0: I remember reading an interview with Daryl Hannah when Kill Bill came out, the first one. And she's like, you know, there is nothing about my character. There's nothing about my character that you're supposed to like. Yeah. And that was California Rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. That was her code name. Uh, Ellie Driver. That was her actual name. Mm-hmm. I think it was Ellie Driver, the character, and she was pure evil i mean there's that whole beautiful scene where she's getting ready to bump off uh uma thurman mm-hmm. right all right and you know bill calls her you know like, don't do it right you hear like you hear that out the on the phone with you know, with bill you hear yeah, yeah.
3: You're st- you <laughs> she's no like shit. so mad and then she's, she's like does that kind of like little girl was like all right i yeah. love you too I love, I love you
0: Bill, i love you too um you know and I, you know that She was such a fucking bitch.
4: Yeah, (laughs) she was.
0: She was so fucking evil. She's
3: kind of, the thing is she's evil, but she's kind of like made that way because Bill basically pits them all against each other through jealousy Mm -hmm. and that's how he controls them. Yeah. So, you know, and like that's his, his entire thing is like he can't lose and he can't uh, have things taken from him. So that's why he's so mad at uh, Uma Thurman. Yeah kiddo kiddo yeah. beatrice kiddo beatrice kiddo right. like black know, Mamba, because she left him she left him he couldn't he can't stand that like yeah, yeah he couldn't
0: he couldn't take that which is you know that's a hinge pin for the story too mm-hmm. is you know we see that and i think part two is yeah part two yeah. yep um which to me is hands down the way they played that out when you see them all walking into the church and you mm-hmm. there's this whole rehearsal going on and you hear the preacher go what the hell and that's just it it was done you don't see any of mm-hmm. it of course um you see the aftermath of it and another that's it. Quentin
2: Tarantino masterpiece
0: yeah i mean it was so disturbing mm-hmm. um and her face oh uh, her face her, yeah her, <gasps> her face after she's just taken a beating upon all beatings. And it's beatings. Like a big close up too and like, yeah. it's like fills the entire you know, frame. You know and and I love the line like do you think I'm uh sadistic? Mm-hmm. And you know you know that whole thing. Actually this is me at my most masochistic, you know, which makes perfect sense I mean, we know what it means like he don't want to do this. He loves this woman but he can't deal with this kind of rejection. Yes. Yeah. The he only he way thinks he, knows, he
3: owns them like property. Yeah, he don't.
0: Yeah. The only way he knows how to deal with it is if no one, if if I can't have you, then no one yeah. else. The, the class Nobody
3: can have my toy, so I'm gonna break it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, the whole thing plays out. It's it's so freaking epic. Like we said, I mean, it's another one of those ones that's like Pulp Fiction. There's just so much fucking density. Yeah, in I films. can watch
2: Kill Bill one and two like five million days. Yeah, in a you row. don't
0: you don't have like. There's <laughs> Seriously,
2: like, I could watch it over and over and over and over. And you know
0: what? And tip of the hat to Mr. Michael Parks also. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, who just left us not too long I, ago.
2: Rest mm-hmm. in peace, my boy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, and he's he was one of those guys. I considered him one of Tarantino's kind of actors. Yeah. For some reason, Michael Parks just fit that he was in his kennel. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it that way, but <laughs> Michael Parks just kind of was in that clique. I thought
2: he was only in like what three of his movies?
0: Yeah, but he played two roles in Kill Bill.
2: I know, I know.
0: People don't. I mean, a lot of people. I think a lot more people right, know right. now. But he played. I two
2: didn't roles. think. I didn't realize that he was uh, the old guy.
3: Yeah, the the pimp. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wee wee or whatever he did. Hey. That I mean, entire scene is so good too because so the way he is is um, he. He's very smooth and charming, but uh, he brings that girl over, and you can see he cut her lip. Yeah, he he disfigured her. Yeah, he fucked her all up. He fucked her up like Bill. Yeah, he's just like Bill, and uh, you know Beatrice has to. He he respects her, and that's the only reason he's letting her live. And he's like telling her, "Well, Bill," and he also hates Bill. So, like you know,
0: but I think. Well, I know the story behind that too. Was the actor who was supposed to do that role, he called in sick. He he just (laughs) couldn't, he he couldn't do it. So Michael Parks just said, put some dark color on my, darken my skin up a little bit and I'll pull it off. And I didn't know until I watched the director's commentary. When I got, it's Michael Parks. I'm like, fuck out of here. Yeah, I
3: know, right? (laughs) He has that cool voice. It's like, uh, like really raspy. Yeah. Almost like, it's almost like a snake. (laughs) You well, know? he just
0: he just had that southern thing. Michael Parks was also in From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Which I, 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 I mean, was
2: wondering if we were going to talk what, about him. Yeah, it, even I, he would. He wrote some of it though, didn't he? With, uh, was he, he wrote, Robert, part of it. He but, acted in it,
0: obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: but I, yeah. him and Robert Rodriguez year, are really good friends. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. What year was uh, From Dust Till Dawn? Chris. 96? I know, I think so. Give me one second. Because we'll touch on. I want to touch on yeah, From Dust Till Yeah, I Dawn.
2: love that movie. I watch it. That's probably my Yeah, it was 96. One. Look at me. So that, that was before
0: Jackie. That was between Four Rooms and yeah. Jackie Brown. So let's roll back to that for a second. Because I still want to talk about Kill Bill some more, <laughs> But we can go back to. <laughs> I love
2: Kill Bill. We can talk Bill.
0: about From Dust Till Dawn for a second. Because I know, I know, Michelle, you and I got into a big fucking cat fight over this yesterday in our what? in our movie chat.
3: Oh, that was for True uh, Romance because I was like, well, he wrote it, but he I'm didn't like, direct it. This yeah. is only
0: for films that Quentin yes. Tarantino directed. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, fuck you. And I'm like, no, fuck you. And you're like, no, fuck you. And I said, no, fuck you.
2: That was basically exactly how it went. <laughs> it was so brutal. I mean, you guys have no idea. Like, there
0: was blood all over the walls <laughs> of the chat room. It was horrible. It was terrible. So.
2: From Dust Lana is probably my <laughs> number one awesome most movie. viewed movie.
0: Really? Probably, that yeah. So that maybe oh.
2: Hellboy, but I I love From Dust Till Dawn. Well, I love t- everything about it's it. It's come up
0: a lot on this show. I know we've talked about From Dust Till Dawn. Mindfuck.
2: Yeah.
3: Mindfuck of a movie.
2: I love I love it. It's totally it's two movies into it's two one movies. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's,
3: it's beautiful. Totally two the movies. first time I watched it, I didn't know it did that too. So like. Yeah, same here. Total tone change. I know you're like, what the fuck? Yep. It's like, like it's like serial killer stuff, and then all of a sudden, vampires out of nowhere. <gasps> like, well, you're, and you're
0: starting to get to like the villains too, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, they're all kind of having fun now. You know, we're out, we're we're through the thick of it. We're past Cheech. We're cool, yeah. right? Um, let's have some fun, and that's like one of the most powerful scenes in that movie when Harvey Keitel's character, the the preacher, says, "Are you that much of a fucking loser yeah. that you can't even tell when you've won?" Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's such a great line. And What'd you, you know, call me. Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, he gets pissed. Yeah. And he's like, are you, I'll, I'll repeat myself.
2: Yeah.
0: And he and he realized. I
2: didn't call you anything. Well, I say it. <laughs> but he's there was so a mag- there energy. was
0: that mutual respect there. Yeah. There was a respect, like after he said, there was respect already, I think. But the, after that, it's like, dude, I want you to have a drink with me. I remember yeah. the whole thing. He's like, I want you to have a, I insist. Mm-hmm. You have a drink with me. You know, because it's like, dude, you really are, yeah, you're one of us. Mm-hmm but then, you know, fucking vampire. Yeah,
2: right. Brother. Well, the that, that movie is just so awesome. I love the beginning of that movie. It's probably one of the best opening scenes of a movie ever. Well, the Michael Parks. Yeah, oh yeah Michael the, he's Parks in the, he's in that one too. You I know. wonder if that's where he came from where Michael or where Quentin Tarantino was like Michael Parks, I call upon you. That
0: yeah, that whole opening scene's great. I you watched
2: know, just, uh I'm gonna get What's tanked the documentary tonight? called Oh, that? Full Tilt Boogie. Yeah, Damn. I oh watched my God, that. It's so
0: goofy. I mm-hmm.
2: loved it. But I did not realize you could not tell that that movie had such a uh, production problem.
0: Well, yeah, they were partying their asses off too.
2: <laughs> well, they, there was that, but I mean the studio and shit—they wouldn't let Robert Rodriguez like build things and mm-hmm. what he wanted to do. Was... Well,
0: I know, I know a lot of like the TT Twist, Welcome to the TT Twist. Yeah, they
2: built that entire thing. They built
0: the thing out, and that's what—that was one of the problems. They had to like drive out in those buses, like twelve, fifteen, twenty miles, whatever. After drinking all night, sweating their asses off all day long trying to shoot this thing. And it was riddled with issues. What I liked about Full Tilt Boogie, though, is some of the more lighthearted elements.
2: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: You just see... Like George
2: Clooney and Juliette Lewis falling in love. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Well... Quentin Tarantino, I remember Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney are just kind of running around the set in their suits, like yeah. being dumbasses. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
2: They, they weren't they driving around in a golf cart? Yeah. Just like fucking, fucking, shit fucking, pe- fucking they, with were, they were. just like yelling at people, knocking plates off tables. And stuff. I don't know
0: if I don't know how weird. I don't know much about Harvey Keitel's private life, like how he is as a real person. But that's the was the one piece of Full Tilt buggy that really struck me is I remember there was a cutaway with George Clooney saying. So Harvey Keitel's agreed to give us a couple minutes to talk. <laughs> now I don't know if this was set up either. Yeah. I mean it, it could have be been. Up, yeah, because they go to Harvey Keitel and he's in his outfit and he's yeah. like, "We are." I, I don't remember it exactly. I can't say it for anybody. He's like, you know, we are here to achieve a higher consciousness, right? <laughs> and you see them in the background, like, <laughs> yeah, and stupid shit. And I'm like, fucking Harvey, dude, you're 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 acting in a vampire movie, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, semi comedy. Some of the stuff, some slapstick. I mean, it's got elements of everything in it. Yeah, really. I it's think a
2: lot of, I think a lot of the money. I think it helped that Quentin Tarantino was a part of it. Yeah, because at that time he had already done so many movies and made so much money. And I don't know if he's credited as a producer or not. I don't think he is, but I'm sure he. You know, what? because because Robert Rodriguez is a really good friend of his, I imagine he helped him out with a lot of that process yeah. because he was a part of the film yeah. and he was telling him to just, he was telling, you know, Rodriguez to stick it to the man. Basically, mm-hmm. he was like, just do what you want. Yeah. This is your movie.
0: And it's so over the top, like, like a Quentin Tarantino film. It, it is. It feels those very two, Quentin Tarantino. Those two have worked together on other things we'll get to here in a few minutes, I'm sure. Yeah, we um, better
1: get moving on to like Death Proof and *Inglorious Bastards. Oh, God. Where
0: I are you know. at, There's Chris? So you're a fucking lines. mile away from the mic. Eat the mic. I don't, don't want to eat the you mic. You bastard.
3: What was the next one? It was Kill Bill 1 and 2. I think we beat Will the one, shit two. out of Kill
1: Bill 1 and yeah, 2. Yeah, I think so. And
3: then well, it was a glorious Sin, Sin, Sin City. Oh, Sin City did a piece of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. He did a piece, yeah I don't Sin, think we Special guest director. That's
0: basically what he was. Death Proof. Death Proof. Death
3: Proof. I love that one. Yeah, Death Proof is great. fucking cool movie. Death Proof has... What I like about that movie is... Uh, quentin tarantino writes really good female dialogue like his characters talk like how women i know talk yeah they're smart how and we snarky talk to each other. yeah <laughs> it's like yeah they're kind of filthy that's how women really talk and i always and you always i know what's that uh thing they have the i can't it's if if two girls in the movie are talking to each other and they're not talking about a man bestel test Oh, like, yeah. His movies almost always pass that because there's women just talking to each other about shit that's going on and not about a man. Like, right. They're, that they're entire car smart. scene,
2: with, yeah. you know, uh, on the way to the bar, restaurant, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. They're talking about flip flops and why her feet are hanging out yeah. the window and calling each other bitches and I'm about to get some food. and Yeah. It's like <laughs>
3: realistic what, to yeah, me. Like, that's like, how women are.
0: Well, they they really were rough. Like, these were, their, you, you got three, you know, very attractive women mm-hmm. who are. All very different looking, too. Like, they have a you know, Sydney Potier. Holy shit! Oh, man. I know, what a fucking dream
2: she, means- she
0: is. I know. Um, but all three of them, they, they're they totally different looking, like, as far as their appearance, but they're all very beautiful women.
1: Well, it always cracks me up because uh, Zoe Bell looks so much like Uma Thurman. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. That's like it's almost like know, confusing right? at times. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we know that Quentin well, loves the- Uma, we know that Quentin loves Uma. So much that, you know, she's in <laughs> his movies and then like he's like, Oh, I'm gonna get this, you know. Weren't they dating woman. for a while? Yeah. Or, yeah, but even, then he gets he gets Zoe a stunt. Bell? Wh- no, Quentin, uh, Uma, oh Quentin Tarantino and
2: Uma Thurman. Yeah. But then he she gets does all of her stunts. St-
0: Quentin Tarantino and Uma thurman were dating. I didn't know that. I believe so. They dated
3: for a while, I yeah. thought. Really? They, I, think I think after Ethan Hawk, yeah.
0: Oh shit. I yeah. had no idea, I'm sorry. I, I that just stuck out to me. Good mm-hmm. gossip, thanks, guys.
3: Um, <laughs> well, Death Proof is also it's supposed to be a take on Vanishing Point, mm-hmm. which is a cool movie too. Yeah, it's mentioned
0: throughout the film. Yeah, too. it's like
3: a cool ass. Uh, you know, it's like a whole chase scene. Just a movie that's the chase scene.
0: Well, they said that they were going to make the longest chase scene. In movie history, mm-hmm. that was like their goal was like, and that huh. literally it's a half an hour yeah. until
3: Fury Road came along, and they were like, "Fuck that shit!" <laughs> oh, <my beer. laughs> yeah.
0: But literally, that movie it's a half an hour chase scene almost, mm-hmm. uh, and it and, and there's not one dull moment. I mean, they, it's just them. I mean, what's there to say? Yeah. <laughs> it's a chase scene. It's it's action packed.
2: Oh, and the oh. end the end of it is so glorious.
0: Oh well, the ending that I saw that with my parents the first time I, think <laughs> I saw it and. Yeah, um, when they just fucking kick his head in.
3: Yeah, they just kicked the shit out of him. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, but it, knock fuck him that out. guy.
0: She does like that lift kick and just drops yeah. it. and he's like a little head.
3: bitch and he's crying. Yeah, he's like, "Don't, don't."
0: <laughs> Which was um, God, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. thank yeah. you. Who's Kurt still, still,
3: fine, who's as still shit. fine as yeah, shit? Yeah, he's hot. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's like hundred and fifty now and he's still <laughs> really hot. He'll never
2: not be hot. It's just
3: the big silver fox.
2: I would sit on his handle on his mustache.
3: <laughs> get, get your pussy brushed. Yep, oh I my would. Dear God, in <laughs> I would tell. Clear it up. Clean I, it up. I would say that. Clean <laughs> it up. Clear it up. <laughs> clean up on aisle seven. D- <laughs> clean up. I'm How thinking. about aisle eight?
2: <laughs> De- eight
0: De- aisle Death pussy. proof. Um, yeah, another fantastic film. You know, it was it was part of the grindhouse thing that him and I mean, him and Robert Rodriguez right. did.
1: Planet Terror. I um, really uh,
3: saw those too. together when oh, they yeah, did well, the yeah. that back to back with the. trailers yeah, you know, I watched trailers them back to back.
1: I remember sleeping in the theater through. And we gotta Planetary. remember too that this
0: was like Planet Terror. These were grindhouse films. I didn't like yeah. it the first
1: time I saw it.
0: But. Planet Terror? I thought it was I thought it was. Yeah, incredible. I thought it was I really like cool. I like Robert Rodriguez's use of blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially in Planet Terror, it's in gobs. It's not in yeah. buckets. Yeah. It's like a real thick, viscous, like when these heads would explode, <laughs> it was this like, thick <laughs> viscous yeah. thing. And it was disgusting. Um, and a lot of the special effects they used in Planet Terror, just briefly. They looked so cool. Oh, I I know. When they they would mutate, it it was crazy. But yeah, Death Proof was the companion to that. And they even had the Grindhouse, you know. And that was one of the things I remember Quentin Tarantino saying like these Grindhouse films back in the day, these films would be shipped across the country from theater to theater and they would take a fucking beating. Yeah. So by the time they got from one side of the country to the other, there'd be pieces missing of the film. It would, the film would melt. It would be all fucked up. So they worked those things into the film, you know, just to kind of as a fun piece, which is another thing that, you know, it's another thing Quentin Tarantino does. Yeah. He he wears those influences on his sleeve and he'll throw them right in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Death Proof. I know we gotta move it along here. Um, Aww. inglorious Bastards. Oh
3: man, what a what a glorious movie. God. The opening scenes that movie is like masterpiece level. Yeah. Christoph making. Waltz. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Man. He's so good in that. Like, he's the best evil guy because he's really personable and charismatic, yeah. which is the best kind of evil people because you want to kind of like him a little. Cause you kind of cool. want to sympathize with yeah, him. Yeah, you want to sympathize with him.
0: He's a really, uh, he's a very charming person. Mm-hmm. Elegant. You know, he's so, well-spoken. yeah. spoken. You know, must be
2: the Nazi in him. Yeah.
0: Yeah pure um, Nazi. You could cut the tent, you could cut the tension in that room Oof. with a knife, I think. It's so and we've talked about that I think before here. Oh, that
1: opening sequence we've talked yeah. about it multiple it's times. It's so yeah.
0: it's so heavy, and you're just sitting there gritting your teeth because you know they cut and they show the floor. Yeah, there's all the people. And You're like, oh fuck, man. And this and this dude knows. Yeah, Christoph knows. As soon as he
3: walked release. in there, he knew they were there, and he was just fucking with him. Yeah, yeah. he's fucking with him. Which yeah. I didn't realize as much until the second time I watched it. How much? How much he actually knew what was going on yeah, because he was switching sure. languages so that he so that they would know he knew their language and yep. like. He was basically when he would switch languages, he was talking to him downstairs, like saying like this yeah. is what's gonna happen to you and yeah. mm. it's like really well done.
0: Shova <laughs> Yeah. No, that
3: crap. And he just I... fucking runs off. I was like, What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um th-
0: you know that there's such a, there's those classic, you know, the historical revisionist type films like that. <laughs> what? What are you laughing
1: well, at? Well no, it is. It's just it's funny.
0: It's <laughs> But there's a certain dullness to the film. Now, I'm not saying dullness in a bad sense, but, you know, when I heard Quentin Tarantino was going to do a film of this sort, I'm like, you know, like a war film? Mm -hmm. What what the hell? Um, But Quentin Tarantino got that mood, I think. You know, you go from something like Death Proof, which is colorful, flamboyant, big characters, half an hour car chase uh-huh. all kinds of insanity and you go to something like inglorious bastards which has plenty of blood mm-hmm. there's plenty of people getting killed like right bear jew, yeah. The bear
3: jew. yeah that's, that's amazing heavy. like just name <laughs> and character and everything about him right? and the way he comes out he's all like fucking no nah, like yeah. this is fucking funny i don't know why
0: the whole german army knows about hugo Stieglitz. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. And they Hugo Stieglitz, yeah. you know. It's
2: like, it's, it's like World War II Pulp Fiction.
0: Basically, yeah. yeah. But there's a, what I was saying, like, I, what I felt was like there was just that, that era. Like, you know, when you think about Nazi Germany or mm-hmm. Nazi-occupied France and things like that, you know, you think about history and you think about, like, the picture. You try to picture it in your mind. At least I do, right? You, you, you picture historical-type, you know, film yeah. photos. And the movie, while wow, it's beautiful-looking. It's absolutely stunning. It has that, and I think that this was done intentionally, I oh, think. Oh, I'm sure, It just yeah. has a dullness about it where it looks a little, uh, and I don't mean just the way it looks, just it looks the way it feels. It looks a little matte. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, th- and that just kind of dug into that mood, like, well, this is more sullen. Yeah. Well, it's to supposed me. to feel yeah. like it's reality. It's not supposed yeah. to
1: feel like Pulp Fiction or one of his other yeah, movies. there is it? you go. It is Like you it said, it, it that is. Color. It is like revisionist history. Yeah, I mean, he's telling it like it's a history lesson, but none of it actually ever fucking happens. Mm-hmm. No, right. yeah, um,
0: and I, I was completely blown away at the this ending. Great when you see what happens. It's like it, 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 it's an indulgence, I think, yeah. to it's like a certain a, it's degree. It's a fairy
3: tale. it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a fantasy. Yeah,
0: it's a because fa- the look on their faces that that's what's beautiful. <laughs> it's just like mm-hmm. these guys are they're. They know they're gonna fucking die. Mm-hmm. But they're d I mean, they're they're leaking down their pants. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're just they're so they're <laughs> they're getting off on this whole thing, right?
3: Plus Brad Pitt is hilarious. A rever dare chair ch I'm gonna get chewed try. out. I've
0: been chewed out before.
3: <laughs> His accent's so funny. He's like perfect in that movie. You'll be oh. shot
0: for this, you know. Yeah, Christoph Waltz was that. I mean, obviously, I think a lot of us were introduced to Christoph Waltz in that film, mm-hmm. yeah. And we all fell in love with Christoph Waltz in that film. And
3: then, and the next movie is Django, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then he plays a complete polar opposite I character, know, right? just as well. Like yeah. he's the he's like an absolute evil dude in mm-hmm. Inglourious Bastards. And then he's and the then he's the savior. a he's a savior. Next movie, and he does both roles perfectly. Like and he almost plays them the same way oddly but he just changes them just enough subtly to where right? it's good or bad he's
2: just a little, slightly a little more happy in django
3: <laughs> well in, and in, django is based anyway. on a movie which i didn't find out later uh i was doing black exploitation month for the site and I, I watched a movie called the legend of nigger charlie and this oh, is what yeah. this movie is called uh, and it has well, I wrote his name next. I always forget his name
1: HBO just fired you again
3: yes. <laughs> <His> <laughs> oh fire. it has Fred Williamson in it yeah, and oddly yeah, enough yeah. Fred Williamson was in the original version of *Inglorious Bastards so there's a little connection there yeah the
0: Inglorious Bastards but so. he
3: plays a black sheriff in uh, The Legend of Nigger Charlie and he's a badass though like he is exactly like Django in the fact that uh, he it, nobody respects him because he's black but mm-hmm. he's still fucking shit up because he's the sheriff and he have, they have to listen to they him, like he, to basically, listen to him yeah. he basically goes to a town and like cleans it up and he's like wears all black leather and he's all awesome it's a, he took a lot from that movie actually which I didn't notice because I, didn't, I hadn't seen it I'd never even heard of it prior to that
0: well, Django Unchained, like, and I, I wanted to mention this in Kill Bill also. We we're talking about the score, mm-hmm. his scores. You know, Kill Bill had elements of this too, where you have like this fight between two martial arts, you know, a yeah. martial arts fart. I don't know all the terms, but they were, they would be playing like Ennio Morricone music mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah. Right? You know, like, like a well, Western. Rizza
3: did the music for that and for Django, I thought, didn't he? Was that? Yeah, Rizza did the score. From for uh, Kill they, Bill and for Django
0: but it didn't I mean they did use other Yes, yeah, they, so, they yeah, do yeah. use pieces from yeah. other scores and yeah, I stuff thought too. Ro- yeah I thought Rodriguez wrote a lot of the sco- did you say that
3: he did the score for something Didn't he like uh, RZA did the too. rapper RZA. the rapper RZA yeah, yeah. the Riza.
1: yeah the
0: fuck, who are you talking about
3: <laughs> he's a, he's the a man rapper with the iron I don't know who fucking rapper is we'll Wu-Tang
0: the...
2: Wu-Tang Clan
0: oh
3: yeah Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing okay alright yeah fuck fuck this all is, right, that this guy. Is, yeah, this has been he the whitest he, moment on the show like ever. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey guys, how are you? At, At least like, you
2: knew who Wu Tang was. Yes.
0: <laughs> I, I, <yeah. laughs> all right. so Anyway, my point was about Django Unchained. Is yeah. there's a really cool scene, and I know we all know, and when they're riding in the coaches, mm-hmm. and, and they're they use riding, rap. The, yeah. and, they, and they use like this fucking like they're, they they could have been in the coaches, they could have been in a friggin', you know. Royce with 29s on or whatever, yeah. spinner it's wheels. It's cool. I mean, it's the same idea. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's, that's what it was representing. And I thought that was such a fucking brilliant yeah. way to work, work like work music into a yes. scene like that.
3: I thought it was cool. A lot of people didn't like that, I noticed. I thought it was cool. But as, I thought it oh, was cool.
0: Leo is the shit. Oh, yeah.
3: He's great in it. I love um,
2: how that's another testament to how open Quentin Tarantino is. Yeah. Because Leonardo DiCaprio was... he and in in actuality Leonardo DiCaprio studies skulls mm-hmm. that's his like f- what a fucking weirdo that's like his that thing. is weird it is, but so, <laughs> he like, like, brought like, his own so skulls he, to he the did, movie he like, like brought his own stuff <laughs> to set and was like I would like to say these things and Quentin Tarantino was like fuck yeah mm-hmm. do what well, you want
0: the, I mean I think Quentin's always been someone to let people breathe a little bit too mm-hmm. and like you know express yourself um, and you bring someone like Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio DiCaprio on <laughs> set
2: Bring someone like Vigo's dick. Vigo's
0: dick on set. No. You better let that thing get good and hard. No, I mean you better let somebody like Leo. I mean, if it was like, okay, this guy, he has a bit of a history. Yeah, I think he knows what he's doing. Uh, Christopher Walken walks on set and says, "Hey, how about I play it like this? I'm gonna damn sure at least give him a shot." and Say, yeah. dude.
1: Well, this was, I, was really, the really weird. Their instincts are there, right? This was really different for Leo because he'd never really played like a villain yeah. before, mm-hmm. even though you know. I guess he is a villain, but he really isn't. I think no, he's just, he is just
3: a. just he, like, he was he was
0: an element
1: of the time. Yeah, he, he was, was like a person prod- of the time. He's like a product of the environment yeah. and the time, and you know
3: he's lawful evil. Yeah, yeah.
0: If- yeah. I mean the whole handshaking thing, like you know you you need to shake my hand, and like the whole thing, like all rested on that, and that's what really it's one of those things we talked about last week on the saddest movies ever made. Um, <laughs> that 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 scene at the very end, like, okay, all he had to do was just shake his hand. They could have walked out of there scot-free, mm-hmm. no deaths, everything would have been cool, but he just, like, sorry. And he even says, like, sorry. Yeah. He, lo- he
3: looks like, yeah, it's about to go down, sorry. Fuck like, you, you know? Yeah. I'm
0: not shaking your hand. You're not, you know, and that was Kristoff's that was character, his Integrity. His morals and his integrity would not allow him to do that. That He considered that guy a dirtbag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not shaking your hand. We're not doing a, a proper, friendly business transaction here. They were caught. In, they were basically caught. The they funny
3: thing about that movie is I saw it... Uh, the when I saw it, it was a predominantly black audience and the ending was so <laughs> cathartic for everybody though. Mm-hmm. Like when he was shooting people and he, he shoots that the wife and she goes flying and yeah. somebody was like, Fuck yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> that bitch. Like they were yelling and clapping and so excited can we also talk about the scene where they have their Ku Klux Klan masks on and they cut the eye holes all? Oh, up dear God! Like,
0: that whole <laughs> argument they have—that's just oh so Don funny. Don Johnson, of, yeah, Don Johnson, and out yeah. of
3: nowhere, I was just like, "Are they really doing some fucking skit with these eye holes right now?"
0: <laughs> that shit was hysterical. That's how played, yeah. yeah. That was it's that so was funny. hysterical. Um, it, well, it, it was really, it did kind of, like, just play the Ku Klux Klan out to be, like, a Goofy. Bunch of bumbling morons yeah, here, you yeah. know? I mean, uh, I mean, you no, know, we
3: really appreciate your wife. Don't yeah. worry about it. You know, that whole thing. <laughs> like is, she stayed up great. all night cutting holes in these sheets. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how you repay her? I'm oh, leaving. I'm going home. I'm leaving. I'm going
0: home. Oh, yeah. my
3: That's God. Fuck, man. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, Django, I mean,
3: this guy... And Samuel Jackson's house slave oh character, oh
0: dear God, is heavy. like hilarious. Also, oh, he's so terrible. <laughs> I mean, you talk about a very evil person. Isn't
3: that
2: called us? Uh, isn't his his kind of person called something? His character isn't it called like a white Tom or something like that. Uncle
1: Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom Uncle or what Bill Maher said on Real Time yes. this week that everybody's talking about. What did, he, what did he say? What did he say? He house called, nigger. He called oh. himself, but he did not say that he said i'm not a field mm, mm-hmm. i'm a house nigga is Ooh. how he said it he was he called himself the word he wasn't proclaiming anything of racism or yeah. calling somebody else that i don't yeah. care
3: that he said it but i mean whatever people are, like super sensitive about i don't it give a shit no. that he
1: said it he can say it he's a comedian that's what he does no. they do things for shock value I mean, if Quentin Tarantino can get away with it in every fucking script he's ever written. <laughs> he gets, he gets called
3: out on it. Yeah, uh, I know. I was getting called out for this one. Well, a Quentin lot.
1: Tarantino's always been a. I mean, he's he's taken a
0: lot of shit for violence in his mm-hmm. films, obviously, for dialogue in his films, yeah. especially with Django Unchained. People were really up in arms. Do we know film came if out.
2: this movie was filmed on film?
0: Django Unchained? I
2: know he uses Digital 2, but I'm pretty sure after- I know the Hateful Eight. I'm pretty sure after Kill Bill, he started going after the whole restoring film and- Yeah filming on film again the
0: hateful eight i thought um chris and correct me if i'm wrong I, this is yeah, where they, I have it Andrew was released around, in 75
1: um, or yeah. 70 millimeter yeah but he and he after, shot so.
0: they, but that was this the hateful eight was the film where they actually did have to restore a bunch of cameras oh yeah and he, he went on actually shooting did, did, yeah. yeah
3: i, I went, went inside and in 70 it. millimeter uh on christmas when they played it around here it was really cool i know i think re- yeah. he restored the theater He put a bunch of money into the theater that they played i can't remember which theater we went to now do you know? Do you remember which one they did it here? But he restored their. Equipment. I think it
1: was one out on Mound and Hall Road. Yeah,
3: yeah. But yeah, he paid for it to get like upgraded and stuff. Quentin Tarantino, Retro. yeah, mm-hmm. retrofitted. Yeah, he, yeah, he retrofitted. It. He yeah. dished out a bunch of money to like clean up cool
2: theaters dude. and stuff. Right? It was really cool.
3: Yeah, what a cool dude. It was a and cool it experience.
2: there was intermission and stuff like that. Yeah, it was the Roundhouse or something like that. Uh, Roadhouse, the Roadhouse edition
3: or something? Yeah, Roadhouse uh, version. Apparently, I guess back in the day Roadhouse versions were, when movies came out, they always were like a big production and deal. People would come in Yeah, like it was it. a big deal. It was a big you were dressed dinner up. and yeah, yeah. We were yeah, dressed up like in a suit yeah.
0: to see a film. It, so but
3: but the
1: Roadhouse thing was more or less a film would not just stay at one place. Mm-hmm. They would move it from one theater to the next because they didn't have a lot of prints of it. That's yeah. same so they with they with the same thing with the grinder to do shit. is they have to move it from theater to theater to to screen it. yeah yeah. So
0: the hateful eight um well we could probably well yeah that's kinda like the last big one here. Um I always tell people the Hateful Eight made me hungry. (laughs) It actually inspired me because I bought a DVD copy over Christmas last year. Finally, I just saw one for a good deal, and I was watching it. I was on Christmas break from work, and I'm watching it. And there's that scene where they're getting the food and they're just slopping the stew into those wooden bowls. They're looking. I'm like, damn, that looks good. (laughs) And I actually figured out, and I, you know, devised and did some reading and figured out my own authentic old western stew recipe which i cooked while drinking whiskey all day long it's fucking fun
1: um did you put on like a big like fur coat when you were doing it yeah i just
0: sat there like oh and i left all the windows open in the house like oh boy it's cold in here oh boy i better stay in front of this stove uh and my friends came over that night and we actually made a fire in the fireplace and we sat there and ate stew and listened to the ramones that probably wasn't part of the old west (laughs) but um yeah that that movie actually that it's there it was that I say it's that good that it made me like actually want to cook. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that really illustrates how much yeah. I love this film. I think we all share. I mean, I know you you and I do. H. We both love the Hateful Eight. Oh, I love. Um, it.
2: I, I'm. It's it's debatable. Probably I, my favorite.
0: I call it. I call it Reservoir Dogs in the Old West. Basically. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's the same spatial idea. All uh, confined Even into so. one yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. You know?
3: it's amazing for a movie that takes place basically in one room. It's not boring at any yeah. point ever. It's really because no, his dialogue's so good.
0: It's beautiful, and there's some things that happen in that film. <gasps> oh my god, that have that are <laughs> up there in the in in the. I halls. can't believe these
2: people do this shit. Yeah, I, I... for a living like they get to talk about making people suck their dicks and stuff. Dude, that part yeah. amazing to me. It, it was whoa,
0: so oh, it was full of blood. Oh, dude,
2: I was my eyes were so wide because I yeah. just couldn't
3: wait for Fuck him to up. be like, I made him suck my dick. My I was big
2: like, black
3: oh, <laughs> The funny thing about that is in the Roadshow edition, that was the scene that happened right before intermission. So I was like, bah, ha, ha, ha and then it cut to intermission, uh, and everybody was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, suck my dick. Now get some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
0: No, that gladly. That movie looks so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I know. There's some. There's some shots in that film, like the. I especially like the just, outdoor you know, stuff. With some of the outdoor shots, especially the one with like the the, the crucifix mm-hmm. with the snow on it, just did a beautiful shot. Like stands, st- like still shot of that. Uh, you know, as the stagecoach comes by, I just love. The
3: way that looked, My and there's like little hints of the thing in it too. What's that? He he, he put he uh put some homages to the thing in it, like oh. uh, how they follow those stakes yeah to get from the thing to, to the, the barn to the house. The stagecoach driver wears uh the hat that, the uh, wears. that well, Grady and wears. Well, in the
1: score they used in it was yeah. the scrapped yeah. score from that they were going to use for the thing that they didn't use. So mm-hmm. the score so for the movie is that actually that the score from the, the thing.
3: Thing, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I forgot all that happens. Because uh, yeah. I guess they only, John Carpenter only used his synth version of it and he didn't use any of the orchestral stuff. So Quinton mm-hmm. he was like, give me a shit. Mm-hmm. I'll use it. <laughs>
1: it's amazing that they can like transfer it from one movie to another and it actually fits. Mm-hmm. It's
2: still really, mm-hmm. really good. Yeah.
0: There's so many things about that movie that are, that that movie that are just not fair. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I mean, agree. even the flashback scenes. Yeah. You know, like was it Six Horse Sally or whatever? Mm-hmm. It was oh yeah, Zoe Bell. Um, I love her. Just for the short time we get to see her, she's this great, beautiful, bubbly mm-hmm. cowgirl or uh, you know, stagecoach driver. Yeah. Six horse cowgirl. Six, six Six Horse Sally. God, uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. I think so. I, don't yeah. think that's her name. I can't remember. Fully six now. cock horse. Six,
2: six <laughs> cock taker. <laughs>
1: We're Clean almost, we're up. almost at the end, Chris. Just six horsecock horror.
2: <gasps> <gasps> we are not going that far. Yeah. I draw the line at bestiality.
0: <laughs> but I love, I love her this that little role she had, and she fucking. Died so bad. It was Aww. just. It was so. And yeah, I was like,
2: "Well, fuck, dude, dude leave six
0: her.
1: horse cocks will do that." <laughs>
3: you
0: just, you oh
2: my just, god! Oh, god damn the it, line. Dude.
0: He just gave you a peppermint stick.
2: Stop Aww. it! Just, just chill just out, nice. that's, man. That's seriously one of my favorite parts about the entire movie. Is I love the set design. Oh, it's so all cute. the the candy I jars to yeah. the sink. Oh, what was so it,
0: the cool.
3: haberdashery, to the maze? Yeah, yeah, yeah Millie, Millie's haberdashery. Yeah, yeah, haberdashery. That's I, just fun to say.
0: I guess I have a thing for just that historical look, like that rustic mm-hmm. feel. That's that's my thing. I just love sets like that. I like going to places like museums of that sort.
2: It looks like it smells super you know, old. The thing is, it's just this
0: big open room. Yeah. Like you know, there's that's what I find so fascinating is like. You know, there's no privacy, really. It's a big open room. You can go over here and drink. Mm -hmm. You can go over here and sleep. You can go over here and eat. (laughs) You can go over here and have a cup of coffee. You can go go up there and sleep.
2: Get some candy.
0: Yeah, you can get candy over here. You can smoke a cigarette over here. I mean, but it's a big, giant open space with no dividers or Mm -hmm. walls, you know, and you just chill out. Mm -hmm. You know, and just to me, like, even... They seemed uncomfortable to a certain degree, you know, like they're trying to stay warm, mm-hmm. you know they're they're out in this fucking blizzard. It's like horrendous, apparently, um but to me, that seems so damn cozy. I mean, yeah, the situation kind of sucked, yeah. yeah, I mean let's uh, let's get the situation out of the way. Because everybody just...
3: was shitty, basically, <laughs> well, like, <laughs> yeah, in I different mean, ways,
1: yeah, but like same so, thing <laughs> as the thing again,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. you're yeah. right, it's
1: the same idea,
3: and there's you know it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. funny. And That'd be Andy. like a cool article, like really digging into like...
1: Comparing the comparing thing and, and the exactly. hate yeah. yeah. Huh.
0: I, uh, the movie just... Co- it's well, comforting yeah, to watch. we re- just
3: like You learn something new every day. We just yeah.
2: realize something. No, that's something.
0: cool. I think the movie's comforting to watch, like I said. i, I It's... It, yeah, it's brutal. God, is it brutal. Yeah, There's the horrible Cox things that happen. That up. horse cock thing is something that be said. You sad.
2: guys... Clean it up. Clean it it's up. Too late.
0: Um, this is X But rated. it's just a fun. I can watch it over and over. <laughs> and it's, I don't,
2: this isn't Showtime. I've, mm-hmm.
0: I've almost gotten to the point where the Hateful Eight is my favorite Quentin Tarantino I, it's, film. I'm, it's I'm close. Yeah. The sad it's thing so good. is
3: the mm-hmm. the Roadshow version isn't on Blu-ray. So there's it's actually extended. It has like an extra 20 minutes on it, Aww. and it's not available for some reason. You know, on it's it will coming. be. It's it something. will be. I'm 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 pretty sure. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, Roadshow edition, double dip, bitches. Yep. So,
0: yeah, um, to to cap this off, it's on IMDb, Kill Bill 3. Woo-woo! That's, I guess, we don't know, uh, but that may be the next Quentin Tarantino project. There's been... Rumors we were talking about before the show that Quentin Tarantino is done
1: doing films.
2: Yeah, he's said that he didn't want to make any more movies. That's you know not what? Gonna, that's not going to happen.
1: Every director uh, says yeah. this repeatedly. Kevin <laughs> Smith always says it, and then he makes another movie. Quentin yeah, says suck, it, and uh, then he <laughs> makes another movie.
2: Did George Lucas say it?
1: Yeah, George Lucas is done. Good. But
0: <laughs> but Quentin Tarantino, there's there was also a rumor, I don't know if we discussed it here or whatnot, that... Quentin Tarantino talked about doing an actual proper horror film. Oh, I'd yeah. Exorcism film. Yeah, it'd be really good. In the vein of The Exorcist, it's yeah. like the original Exorcist itself. So there's been talk of that, um, which I think if there's anybody who can pull it off, it's him. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Because he's very good with horror. He's gore.
2: always been, I've, every single one of his movies is always teetering on some sort of horror. horror. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like it's either psychological or it's, you know, visual. Grotesque. Yeah.
0: You know he loves. He's always loved blood. I think Quentin Tarantino's mm-hmm. always loved the shock, mm-hmm. um, and you see that in a lot of shots. Like, I, in my, like the one that always sticks out is, like I mentioned earlier, is the Kill Bill shot with Uma Thurman's character uh, just laying there on with her face yes. all fucked up. Yeah. Or um, then the the crazy
3: 88 fight. super oh, yeah. Bloody. Oh my god. And I have the brutal. version where it's in color. And oh, really? Yeah, I mm-hmm. have
2: the version when
3: it's in color, too. Well, j- well, in Japan, it was released in color. Yeah. And then in the, when they brought it to the States, it, it was, was considered too violent. Too so it violent, made it,
2: so they made it black yeah. and white. Which
3: I'm like, that doesn't change anything. Whissies. Nope, because you can still see limbs f- yeah. like falling off, like in f- in holes. <laughs> but if, uh, if you look on YouTube, they have it in color on there. You can see the color version.
0: I'd love to watch that yeah. I never have seen it And in there's color. a
3: couple of little extra scenes in it and stuff, but... Okay. I think with cool. Charlie Brunson. Yeah. <laughs> I think with him.
0: So yeah, um that's Quentin Tarantino. Man. I know. Yeah. Oh, we could do we could probably do five more hours of Oh, this seriously, really yeah. yeah.
3: He's the shit. But this Chris is, is getting impatient one. here. He's yeah. getting
0: all nervous. I can tell he's getting <laughs> no, I'm really tired. Chittery. You're tired? Yeah, I'm tired.
2: We're old. That's what happens when you get into a fight and you get beat up and now you're in a wheelchair with Exactly. Those, your eyeballs gone and <clears the> amputated <laughs> your beat. foot.
4: And six you look horse like Uma Thurman.
0: No! <laughs> so Quentin Tarantino, one of the greatest, I know we all I don't know too many people that don't I know I there's would, gotta be there's there's some fucking elitist out there like fuck Quentin Tarantino oh, yeah, probably. He's a Jabroni fuck that guy <laughs> He's everything a jabroni. He does is a piece
4: of shit. Uh, <laughs> you
0: you know there's a person out there that says that. Um and you know, hey, I, you're entitled to your opinion. That's great, but I don't I I don't But fuck you. But these mm-hmm. movies are great. His movies are beautiful and colorful yeah. and, and bombastic and mm-hmm. over the top, and also, like we said, they, they can also be withdrawn and sullen. Um, he's covered every emotion, I think every idea, and and, and only a handful of films, too. Right, yeah. Quentin There's Tarantino, not many of yeah, them He all. doesn't crank really out films all the time. The ones he does, though, I think he spends. He, he's always taking his time.
2: Right, you can see it. Yeah. You can feel it. Mm-hmm. You really can.
0: I can go on for days. I think we all can go on for I days think, about how yeah, great I this so guy too. is. So I, but Chris is really, he's, <laughs> he's dying he's on dying. us now. So that's it. Chris, take it away.
1: Bitches. Quentin
2: Tarantino, here. we love you. I'd probably cry if I met him.
1: Huh. Seriously. What's our website? Chris? And then you jerk
3: him off. Uh, oh, I mean, if oh, Je- Jesse
2: would totally let me. That's fine. Dude, I'm totally <laughs> Jesse
3: totally would be like in front <laughs> of you. <laughs> yeah,
2: Jesse Shut would be sitting right there next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Clean it up. Clean up. Visit oh. us
0: at www.themoviesleuth.com and find The Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes.